A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Subtle results, still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulties swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia Gravis or Lambert Eden syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Rep Round kicking off the other night with uh, Malta uh, taking on Lebanon there. A good a good game there considering all the conditions and all the players not being first graders and whatnot. Then we had the under-19s, ladies and the men's last night. Two cracking games, two good wins for the New South Wales Blues there. 19s was a cracking game in the men's as well. I really enjoyed that one, one watching some of the young stars. Didn't actually go the way that I anticipated. So thankfully the New South Wales Blues got up in that one. Uh, tonight. 7.45. We've got the Women's State of Origin coming to you from Canberra. Why on earth it's in Canberra, I I just don't understand. Mutual ground for both, I get, but personally, I'd rather see us pack out a North Sydney Oval or take it back to Redcliffe or either one. I just, I don't really understand why we're doing it in Canberra. If I was the girls, I couldn't think of anywhere worse to play uh, than, than down in Canberra in the freezing cold uh, this time of the year. Very, very tough gig. It doesn't really make sense to me, but 7.45 tonight, you can watch on Channel 9, KO, or on Foxtel. Make sure you tune into this one. It's going to be an absolute cracker. I'm really, really looking forward to this one. I know there's a lot of critics out there of the NRLW and the women's game, but I, every time I've watched, especially this State of Origin game, uh, I've been it's been so entertaining. I've absolutely loved it. I'm really looking forward to it again. There are some NRLW games which I know people complain about and they don't enjoy, and there are some NRLW games that I don't enjoy, but I'll tell you what, there's a heap of fucking NRL games that I don't enjoy either when teams are playing average. I think the women's game is coming on in leaps and bounds. I think it's going to be something really special, and I don't understand why we've only got a one-game state of origin here. I think it should be three games. Same as the men's, I think it would be super exciting. I personally uh, enjoy watching it. 7.45 from GIO tonight, Canberra. Wish it was in Sydney or in Queensland, wherever. I just don't understand playing it in Canberra, and I feel sorry for the girls that have to run out there in the freezing cold. But a heap of pride that goes into this game, as there is for every single time. 
time you pull on the maroon or the blues. So this will be a cracker. I'll go through some of the names that I'm excited to watch tonight. There are an absolute heap on both sides. This game's going to be a cracker. We'll start with the New South Wales Blues and uh, the fullback, Emma Tonagatu. She, of course, was the uh, equal Dalian medalist this year. The St. George Illawarra Dragons fullback had some huge highlights uh, in the NRLW this season. Uh, really looking forward to watching her run out. And the matchup that she's got with Tamika Upton, who we will talk about a little bit later, is personally one of the highlights for me. Tamika Upton's been one of my favourites for a number of years. Uh, she's the one that I really enjoy to watch. So, haven't seen as much of Tonagatu, but Upton, I know she's an absolute superstar, but the way that people talk about Emma, I think that's going to be a cracking one, so one to keep an eye on there. We get to the New South Wales Blues centres, and good God, isn't there some talent here? Jess Surges, Isabel Kelly, two mainstayers in this team for a very long time, two girls playing for the Sydney Roosters. Jess Surges had a little bit to do with her. She obviously played her juniors at the Coogee Wombat, so she's come to a few of our uh, end-of-season gigs, an absolute champion, loved Jess, uh, she's a weapon as well. Her and Isabel Kelly. You couldn't really ask for a better centre pairing uh, when it comes to State of Origin or the NRLW on its own. Personally, I think this is where uh, the Blues have a little bit of, of an advantage. The other two centres, very handy for Queensland. But Surges and Isabel Kelly, they're just on a new level for me. Uh, Penatini on the wing as well. Big fan of her from the Parramatta Eels. Uh, seems to be a good time on social media and whatnot as well. Seems to be a, a, a lovely girl and a very, very talented player. Kira Dibdo, this is one of the halves that I'm very excited to watch. I haven't seen a heap of Rachel Pearson, the halfback for the St. George Illawarra Dragons and the New South Wales Blues, but Kira Dib from the Newcastle Knights, very, very excited to watch her go around. Very, very talented. Uh, a great skill set. Good defender as well, Kira Dib. So excited to see her run around in the six and the, the matchup she's got with the Queensland halves. That one's going to be an absolute cracker as well because there is some all-star talent over the other side of the park. As we rip into the New South Wales Blues forward pack, some of the best forwards in the NRLW. Three absolute superstars here that I love to watch play. The first one is Millie Boyle from the Brisbane Broncos, soon to be the Newcastle Knights. Obviously, her and, and her partner, Adam Elliott, moving to there very, very soon. But Millie Boyle, she was obviously the dual Dahlia medalist with the fullback Tonegato this year. So, champion player. You can, you can chalk her up right now for 200 metres later tonight. She's going to absolutely carve it. Uh, one of the best front rowers in rugby league. Uh, men's, women's, you name it. The way that she dominates her game is like very few others. She's probably on a similar sort of level to Payne Haas, the sort of numbers that she pumps out when you when you make it, obviously, the equivalent to the NRLW, Millie Boyle. An absolute freak. Does a heap of fantastic things off the field as well. A lot for charity. A very well-liked uh, person in rugby league, Millie Boyle. So Newcastle Knights have got themselves probably the best forward in the competition, I would argue, Millie Boyle. She's incredible. Uh, you got Apps in the second row from the St. George Illawarra Dragons. Uh, she's been a mainstay in this team for quite some time uh, and has been one of the faces of the NRLW uh, over the last few years, which is great to see. Kezi Apps, she's the captain of this New South Wales Blues side, and so she should be. She's been the captain uh, for, for a while now, Kezi. She's always been a champion player, big, tall, rangy, very hard to handle, uh, good defender as well, can put a shot on. So keep an eye on Kezi Apps, the number 11, but... I'm sure you're well and truly aware of Apps. She's been around for quite some time now. Now, the other one, speaking of big hits, lock forward for the New South Wales Blues from the Sydney Roosters, Hannah Southwell. Now, she will hit you with the kitchen sink and everything else in the fucking kitchen. She is incredible. She whacks one of the best defenders across the NRL or NRLW. Uh, she's someone that the Queensland Maroons will be well and truly aware of. And if I was running at her, 
tell you what, I'd be fucking nervous because good, good God, she can whack. She's been fantastic for the Roosters over the last few years, and I think she will be really fired up for this one. Best of luck to all the New South Wales girls. Unfortunately, I don't know a heap about all the other girls, but very keen to watch them closely tonight, like I did with the under-19s, New South Wales and Queensland, and the girls last night, and get to know some new players that I potentially don't know too much about. If there's anyone from the New South Wales side that I haven't mentioned that I maybe haven't seen enough of or that I'm not appreciating properly, please send me a message. Let me know who I need to watch out for. Now, let's get stuck into the Queensland Maroon side because this one is star-studded as well. All right, at fullback for the Queensland Maroons, we've got Tamika Upton, absolute superstar. I love watching this girl play. For me, she's probably the pick of the fullbacks. Playing up there at the Brisbane Broncos for the last couple of years, I absolutely love her for an anytime try scorer, which we'll get to very, very soon. She's obviously moving to the Newcastle Knights with Millie Boyle, so sensational signing for the Knights. They are going to be a powerhouse uh, in the NRLW next season. Tamika Upton, a huge, huge fan of her, have been for a long time. I actually love uh, this Queensland Maroons spine. This is what really worries me. As a New South Wales fan, the Maroons spine, uh, it is outrageous. Very, very strong. Another Brisbane Bronco to keep an eye on is Julia Robinson on the wing for the Broncos. Another one that we'll talk on the wing for the Maroons from the Broncos. Uh, Julia won their Coaches Award this year up at the Brisbane and Broncos. Very, very talented finisher. I'd be shocked if she doesn't cross the stripe tonight. It will be a tight one though. There's no doubt about that. I think it will be low scoring and I think it will be tight. We'll talk about that when we get to any time try scorers, but Julia Robinson, very, very talented. Now I mentioned the Queensland spine is what worries me. The first one is Tamika Upton. We've already spoken about her, but these next two, fuck, they're talented. I love watching these two play. Taryn Aiken, uh, for a long time, her halves partner is Ali Brigginshaw. Uh, for a long time, Ali Brigginshaw was my favorite, but I'll tell you what, the more I watch Aiken, the more I really like her. She's the little joker in the pack here, uh, coming from the Brisbane Broncos once again. So a halves combination that have played together, that have spent a heap of time together. For me, that stuff really matters. The six, seven, and the one have spent a lot of time together, and that's going to really matter for me. Aiken, I think she's the sort of player that can really break this game open tonight. She's one that I normally get on anytime try scorers, and she has done me very, very well in the past. So keep an eye on Taryn Aiken. I think she's one of the more underrated players in this competition. I don't think she gets spoken about uh, as regularly as she should. I think she, I don't think she's one of the common names that people know, but I think she's incredibly talented. Uh, the halfback, Ali Brigginshaw. Uh, for me, I've only been watching the NRLW over the last couple of years. I don't have a heap of experience with watching the women's game before the NRLW started. But for me, I think Ali Brigginshaw is the best NRLW player that I have ever seen. Incredibly talented, so gifted. Her vision is incredible. Her kicking game is fantastic. Her passing game is great. Even the tapes when you see her around training and you talk to the other girls, they've just got the utmost respect for Ali Brigginshaw. And I absolutely love watching her play. I think she's been... Uh, I, I don't know if pioneer is the is the word for it, but for me, when I think about the NRLW over the last few years, Ali is the girl that I think of. She's the face of it. Uh, for, for me, another one, pretty underrated, I think. I don't think people appreciate just how good she is. I've heard a couple of times Joey and stuff talk about how talented she is, she is the vision she's got, and I really do think that Ali Brigginshaw, she deserves to get a lot more attention than what she does. Now, we already mentioned how good the New South Wales forward pack is. This Queensland Maroons pack, they pack some serious 
punch as well. Chelsea Lenarduzzi, she's come on the podcast two or three times. We've spoken to her on a number of occasions. A real character. Absolutely love Chelsea. She's larger than life, uh, and she's tough as nails as well. The clash between her and Millie Boyle could go a long way to deciding these games. I think that, obviously, your front rowers in the NRL, they're incredibly important. I would argue in the NRLW, they're even more important, and I think these two are the two best front front rowers taking the field tonight. Chelsea Lenarduzzi versus Millie Boyle. It's going to be an absolute cracker, and I think it goes a long way to deciding this one. Chelsea's another one. She doesn't score a heap of tries, but she's always dangerous near the line. I think the girls in the halves, you'll have Aiken and you'll have Brigantry. I think they'll be looking to play a lot of second-phase footy off the back of Lenarduzzi offloads, and I'm sure the New South Wales Blues will come in with a plan uh, to keep her at bay and limit her opportunities to offload. Now the experience. The two experienced heads in this Queensland forward pack on both edges, uh, Talisha Harden and Tasman Gray. Uh, now, Gray, this is her seventh cap uh, for the Queensland Maroons, a sensational effort considering they only play one game a year. Uh, Tasman has been in these sides for a very long time, a very experienced head. Kind of reminds me of like a, a Felice Kafusi. Uh, very experienced, solid defender, uh, good communicator, always does her job. So she'll go a long way. And Harden, a little bit more expert fact with her she's got a background i was reading during the week hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little so naturally when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you that's right we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 dollars a month to just 15 dollars a month give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A background in volleyball and rugby sevens. Uh, it's her fifth cap. So she's played four years of the NRLW origin. So a heap of experience in the back row. Going up against Kezi, Bet, uh, Kezi App sorry, and Shaley Bent. It's going to be a big, big test for those two. But in that forward pack, I think Chelsea Lenarduzzi, she's the one that the New South Wales Blues will need to shut down if they're going to go on to win this game. For me, I look at the odds here. Queensland's at about $2.10. I really do think that if the Queensland forward pack can just match it with the New South Wales Blues, which will be a challenge, I think their spine gets them home. I think Aitken, Brigginshaw, and I think Tamika Upton, I think they're absolute superstars. Uh, I really do think that they can pull their pants down tonight and get a win here. Uh, but the New South Wales Blues, between Tonegato, Jess Surges, Isabel Kelly, Penatani, I mean, they've just got so much strike out wide. I haven't seen as much of the Queensland Maroons backline outside of Julia Robinson, who I know is very, very talented. Really Really interesting game. I think the forward packs, they're pretty close to being even. Uh, you probably got slight advantage to New South Wales with Millie Boyle there, but I love Chelsea Lanaduzzi, and I know she's going to rise for the occasion later tonight. But then the outside backs, I sort of give that win to the New South Wales Blues, but it's the spine, the experienced players, the decision makers of the Queensland Maroons that I think they're going to come and really step up tonight. I'm actually going to take the Queensland Maroons in a really tight one. I think they get the job done here 1-12. to 12. Now, if you are looking to have a little Rex Hunt on this game, I think there is massive value for a heap of girls in this game. Now, I do think this one will be really close. I wouldn't be surprised if there's less than five tries scored. I think it will be very tight. The girls... 
It'll be in Canberra. I don't think it'll be as expansive as you'll normally see. So your wingers probably don't interest me as much as they normally would. So maybe a Julia Robinson. I've got her highlighted here. I will mention her. Um, she, she, she is a good value, but I'm not sure how many long spreads we're going to see realistically. I think they might keep it pretty tight. Um, the, go- the girls that I've got written down here, Jess Surgis, she's at $3.80 for an anytime try score. If she gets a half opportunity, a quarter opportunity, it will be over. Millie Boyle for New South Wales. She's had a massive season for the Brisbane Broncos. She will be really fired up for this one in Canberra. Adam Elliott's hometown. I believe she's a Canberra girl as well. Herself, Millie Boyle. So she will be ready to really light it up here. She's at $6. $6 Millie Boyle for an end-time try score. That seems ridiculous to me. As I said, I think this one will be tight and played through the middle. So Millie Boyle at $6.25. I think there's really good value there. Moving to some Queenslanders. Tamika Upton, the fullback, absolutely love her. $2.85, good value there. Julia Robinson, $2.95. As I said, I'm not sure how much ball we get out to the wingers in Canberra realistically, but not bad value. Uh, Taryn Aiken, the 5'8". As I said, she is the joker in this pack for me. I absolutely love watching her play. She's got a heap of X Factor to her. At $5.70, I think there's big value there. I think $5.70 for Aiken, and I think $6-odd for Millie Boyle is really nice value. And then I'm also going to back in my girl, Chelsea Lena Doozy at $9.25. She will know that this New South Wales pack is absolutely stacked. She will need to have a big game, and I think close to the line, she'll be seeking out a try. I think she scored one in the grand final a couple of years ago. She loves to own the big stages. She'll be very keen for this one. She takes a lot of pride in that Queensland Maroons jersey. So there is a couple of try scorers that I think you can get big value for for me. Gun to my head. I'm going to take Queensland Maroons to get the job done here. I think the experience in the halves, especially in their seven, uh, Ali Brigginshaw, I think they get the job done slightly over the New South Wales Blues in Canberra tonight.